On Sky Sports Radio, time to review the weekend's racing with our stable of experts. He's pretty exciting, this guy. Streeting his rivals. Who impressed? Who didn't? Horses to follow. And have a look at the time. And your calls. Welcome to Punter's Postmortem. Really starting to go through his gears. Just continues to raise the bar. <laughs> Yeah, good morning and welcome to Punters Postmortem on this Monday. Well and truly up and about, and so you should be too. It is the 12th of September, and we're going to have a big, big week. We've got uh, the Spring Carnival officially commencing on Saturday in Sydney Town. What great racing we had at Rose Hill on Saturday. I'm Thunderstruck down in Melbourne was simply awesome, defeating Alligator Blood. We're going to have a big show today. Ron Dubbersey, Dean Lester. Glenn Munsey are your team of experts. You can give us a call on 135353 53, or you can SMS us on 0419 772. Let's try and make you a quid this week. Let's try and have some fun. And let's make sure if you're cooking the lasagna tonight, it's just extra good. That's what you want. As I say good morning to Tanya, we've got two meetings in New South Wales. How good's a bit of Monday night lasagna, Tanya? What makes it so good, in in your opinion? Extra well, cheese, I, extra meat, extra I, sauce. I think just just that home cooked feeling. Yes, yeah. My son, my twenty year old son, does a fantastic, fantastic You've taught him well. uh, lasagna. You've yeah, taught him well, Tanya. Yeah. But it, but in, you know you have to bribe him <clears throat> to make it because it's like a half a day for him to get it organised. <laughs> but well worth it in the end. We're, so we've got two meetings today in New South Wales. We're obviously at Maruya and also Tamworth. Yep. What have we got in terms of scratching? Well, first of all, we'll just mentioned that the meeting that was scheduled for Wangaratta in Victoria today has been abandoned and that's due to surface water on the track which has deemed it unsuitable for racing. So no uh, racing in Victoria today. But we have Tamworth and Maria in New South Wales. Let's start with Tamworth where the weather is fine. The track is a soft six. The rail is true and there are 35 scratchings. From race one which starts runs starts at 105. Take out number three, Smart Babe. Four, Starvin Marvin. Nine, Hanwe and 12, Perception. Tina, 3, 4, 9 and 12. From race 2, number 4, Oak Island. 5, Pie Man River. 7, Really Serious. 8, Rock Barton Pat. 11, Unpunished. And 13, Dante Alexander. 4, 5, 7, 8, 11 and 13. To race 3, take out 1, Sound and Vision. 3, See the Master. And 11, Elegant Poetus. 1, 3, 11. Race 4, number 2, Toro Toro. And 6, Easy Keel, 2 and 6. From race 5, take 1, Advisor. 3, Distant Secret. 12, Fiery Pants and the Emergency, 15. 1, 3, 12 and 15. Race 6, number 3, Divine Sanction. 5, Oakfield Pinto. 6, D Valera. 10, Just Like Lisa. 12, For the Boys and 13, Nature Boy. 3, 5, 6, 10, 12 and 13. Race 7, number 2, Dimension. 3, Noble Pluck. Four Time Rocks, eight Miss Santorini, nine Rock Barton Ruby, and thirteen Light Up My World, two three four eight nine and thirteen, and out of race eight number four Leave Me Be, eight Millingimby, ten Mister Pointer, and the Emergency fifteen four eight. 10 and 15 from race 8 at Tamworth. To Maruya, the weather is fine. The track is soft 7. The rail out 3 metres from the 1350 to the 380. And there are 14 scratchings. Race 1 at 125. Take out number 1, Arcadia Power. 2, I'm Not Leaving. 7, Laureate. And 11, Desi Ream. 1, 2, 7 and 11. From race 2, take the emergencies 11, 12, 13, 11, 12 and 13. Race 3, number 4, Belle O'Bally, number 4. Race 4, number 4, Shaka Rock, take out 4. Out of race 5, number 1, Proclisi, 3, Noble Attack, 6, Hold Fast to Love and 9, Jahira, 1, 3, 6 and 9. Race 6 is clear. And out of race 7, number 8, Roman Candle. Number 8, Dave, from race 7 at Maruya. Beautiful. Thanks very much for that, Tanya. Tanya Thomas there with the latest in scratchings for our two New South Wales meetings. We will endeavour to bring you any information that comes uh, to hand uh, for those meetings, so whether it be more scratchings, track, track changes, etc. So... Uh, and a full preview of both those meetings after Punners Postmortem this morning. Let's get to our panel. As I said, Ron Duffersey, Dean Lester, Glenn Munsey. 
Call us on 135353 if you've got a question for our panel today, or you can text on the text line 0419767272. Duff, good morning to you, mate. How was your weekend? Yeah, it was a good weekend, Dave. Fantastic races and racing in Sydney and Melbourne. I must say it was uh, terrific to have a fair track there on Saturday and a little bit nervous going into the meeting, but um, it turned out every horse had their chance. Well, as far as the track's concerned, they, they, there was a few unlucky runners and a few shuffling in a few races where a few horses didn't get their chance, but uh, all in all, uh, a terrific day's races with some marvellous horse flesh on show. And as I go to Dean Lester in our Melbourne studio, g'day to you, Dino. Uh, another good, it was great racing there in Melbourne on Saturday. It was, Dave, uh, and we had a very fair track also, and an upgraded track through the day, and uh, just a fantastic wait for age race, a uh, classic battle of a leader, skipping away and a horse running it down, I'm Thunderstruck. Uh, it was you know, a great battle, and the, through the day, though, I think the last race uh, will throw up a lot of winners. Uh, the Barclay Square certainly established himself as one of our better three-year-olds. And Glenn Munsey joins us as well. Glenn, how are you this morning, mate? Oh, top of the world, Dave. Good morning to you. Good morning to Ronnie. Good morning to Dean. Not much of a Saturday, but, geez, it was a good Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) The the rabbits, mate? Oh, yeah, Dave. Yeah, funnily enough, they won late. They couldn't beat us with 13. Now they're going to beat us with 11. Yes, uh, I can tell you're up and about. um, And I tell you what, one thing... Uh, is for sure, mate. Uh, the more they keep going through this final series, the more you'll just be up and about every Friday. And even the little one, there it is. So yeah, I was waiting yeah, for the Marley's dog to up and going. In. She was, she was there cheering them on yesterday. You know, she's learnt. She's learnt. She Jeez. wants to get fed, wants to get brushed, wants to get walked. They've got to win. <laughs> let's let's get into it. And as I said, uh, a few calls already coming here on thirteen fifty three fifty three. So let's open the line straight away. Let's as many questions and calls as possible. I want to start in Sydney though uh, with this uh, run to the rose because. It uh, was a it was a beauty. Uh, we see, of course, uh, the performance, well, of uh, of in secret. And uh, Tommy Berry gets the opportunity to jump on board a filly. When we spoke with Tommy last week on Racing HQ, Duff, he said that he'd asked James about this filly, James McDonald, and what he thought of in secret. And Tommy said that James said this is a serious, serious filly, and uh, she proved that on Saturday. She certainly did. Uh, she had a lovely card into the race, and Tommy rode it beautifully, but. Uh... Uh, she delivered and raced away and um, answered all a lot of questions. Um, she, uh, like I say, she's she's very plain, uh, but she's very good. Um, gives the impression that she'll run fourteen hundred, even though the pedigree says a little question marks there. But uh, I don't think there's too many doubts that uh, you'd question uh, that she wouldn't the way she her race sense and whatever. Uh, that she won't. So she's right in this this golden rose. There's no doubt about it. And uh, uh, she dominated what looked a solid race on paper. Best of Bordeaux. Um, he was gone on the turn, I thought, but he, I thought he rallied quite strongly actually. And um, he, you know, he, maybe the 1400 metre speed of the race might suit him better, where he gets into a rhythm. Sweet ride proved it was no fluke last start with another good run. And then the rest. Um, how do we assess the rest? And Yuchino should have run a clear second. Um, he got held up behind them there and didn't get any momentum at all. Uh, Fireburn gets a tick. Uh, Permito, I'm still on his back. I think he's still got more to come from Permito. So Jarden, okay. And political debate, I don't know. Um, I expected more, more finish from him there on Saturday, but he obviously he's not a sprinter, but... The filly was just so, so good. Mm. Do we read into anything, Duff, um, or did, did, have you sort of marked down that those you know, first three across the line had all had a run and weren't first up leading into where we had you know, your Fireburns and Sajardins? I mean, do you look at that? Um, you could. Or is it sort of yeah, just, you could do it. Yeah. Yeah, they can, they, you're right, they, but the others had a run and, and they... they, they they lifted off that, and they were probably more race smart, but they still got a little bit of ground to make up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Dino, what did you make of uh, watching the run of the rows? I mean, um, this in secret, we've seen a what go from a, a two-year-old maid at Hawkesbury to, to a scone-listed race, and she is, uh, well, she's just a, she's a Ferrari. Yeah, well, she signalled at scone that day uh, when she overcame trouble and yeah. just ran away. Uh, that you know, She had the ability to, to quicken through uh, when she needed it, and... Uh, yeah, she was unlucky first up, and she made amends on Saturday. And uh, 
she's a great chance in the Golden Rose. The stable's a great chance in the Golden Rose, but then you know, freshened up and uh, she's equal favourite for the Coolmore and I think uh, she'd be a massive chance of spoiling a lot of Colts' dreams of winning the Coolmore come uh, Derby Day at Flemington. Mm. Uh, Munns, uh, what's happened overall with that Golden Rose market just as uh, on the back of the run of the Rose? Uh, well, she was made favourite, uh, Dave, for the Golden Rose on the on the back of uh, winning uh, the race on Saturday. She was around about, I think she might have been $11 or, or close to it, but uh, she came into around about $5. And then I noticed uh, earlier today that uh, she, she'd firmed again. She's the $4.50 favourite now uh, for the, the Golden Rose. Yeah. And I know a lot was written about the fact that... Uh, and I'll ask Dean and uh, Ronnie this. A lot was written about, oh, no filly had ever, you know, managed to win the run to the Rose. But realistically, she was only in the race uh, because she was a scratching on the wet track the previous week. Because the, the fillies at this time of year, uh, well, the sprinting fillies anyway, they're, they're getting, they're, they're running in the, you know, the light it's fingers the and, the, and the races there. So that's probably another reason why we haven't had a great deal of fillies in the run of the race. Yeah, that's true. Um, we're going to get straight into some calls, guys, because we've already got uh, a few in the queue here. And uh, we will get down and talk about that Maccabi Diva in a second, uh, Dino. But Paul's on the line from the northern beaches of Sydney. G'day, Paul. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you, mate? What's on your mind? Extra well. Well, uh, I've got uh, a little suggestion. Now with all the uh, carnival getting underway, um, next year, in I think in April, the Queen Elizabeth II race, uh, the stakes race, will be um, run, and I just thought it'd be a fantastic opportunity to invite King Charles III to present a trophy, either his mother's trophy or a trophy in his name if they rename the race. Yeah, good idea. He's a busy man. Um, yeah. He's got a lot on his desk at the moment. You'll have to get someone to clear that for him. <laughs> what about that? Yeah. Uh, he, look, he, they won't be changing the name of the race. I no. wouldn't think so. Um, no. I hope Cavalier he's... Charles still in? We might get in him. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Thanks for your call, Paul. I mean, look, anything would be possible down the track for uh, for that sort of stuff, but I think it takes... It's not just a matter of the bloke turning up at Kingsford Smith. There's a lot of extra to go in. Uh, He'd come in his own plane, Dave. Here, yeah. Here's someone asked me this on the weekend, and I didn't know, and, and you blokes like, not, might know this off the top of your head, but how come Ramwick is the only other track in the world that does bear the uh, the Royal? How come there wasn't, you know, it's not Royal Flemington as well? Is, is Was there some particular reason why Ramwick was the only yeah, other track... Like- they well, applied for it and got it in 1992 when she visited. Okay, so th- that's the only reason they asked for it and, and they got that, it. And they got there when uh, the, I think Aquidity won the Queen's Cup. There you go. Beautiful. She brought it back the winner of the when yeah. she was here, Dave. Yeah, know, 1970. Well, there was she that good back Palmvale. Peter Cook wanted to tip Peter to Cook. <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. that good vision that Annabelle Nation put up, where uh, I don't think she had a horse in the race, but she's watching on the TV yeah. and she runs outside. And well, you reckon Mum would have been filthy if she had a bit. <laughs> Yeah, she just took her view, didn't she? Oh, she just went well, bang. Yeah, it was more uh, interference. It was in the first of Flemington. <laughs> oh. She won sixteen pound in the sweep anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let's get the camera on the line, and this was going to be a topic because oh, oh look, we were going to talk about this protest in the first. Um, finally, I was on the right side of a protest. Uh, of course, Flemington race one. G'day, Cameron. Hello, how are you? Good, mate. Uh, so you want to talk about this protest in race one? I was on the other side of that protest. So. Um, I was just—I haven't seen the Stewart's report or uh, the front on vision, but was it clear that he actually shifted out? Like, Dino or... shifted in. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest sticking point with the protest was had Craig Newitt actually established a run when Blake Shin had moved, or did he go with him and then uh, run out of room? So that was the, the sticking point. Watching it, I think the back on vision was the most telling from the. Stewart's Tower at about the 400 metre mark as they ran away from them. You could actually see the Craig New, the run that he could see and that he was going for. So, uh, yeah, I, my first thought was that the, the margin was probably going to be the, the problem for uh, Buenos Snoches, but uh, he made up such ground quickly at the end. Uh, I can understand it being upheld. <laughs> Oh, that was a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. You backed it. <laughs> yeah. um, well, how, how'd you like to be some people with, you know, some yeah. corporates now? You mm-hmm. could have backed both Buenos Aires. Both, yeah. And, yeah. Double and, collect. Um, it was lovely. 
the other horse. Paid twice as a winner. Yeah. Uh, look, um, uh, this this uh, bonus notches. You mentioned it, and I must give Mark uh, a rap. Mark rang up on Friday. Was it Friday, Muns, on the punters panel? Yes. Yeah, and he, and he said, oh, I've got a tip for you all. This point is not just... You highlighted this horse after the Rose Hill run in the San Domenico Duff. I think a lot of people as well. I think Dino even, uh, you mentioned yeah. it. But the section um, times, yeah. this, uh, these torpedoes are jumping up out of the ground, Duff. I like them. I like them. You know, I, don't know, I don't know how many mares he served, but... Uh, they look really nice horses. He's a he's a very interesting horse. This Bianca's not just. I, he looks like a miler, but he he's, he he could be a sprinter. Yeah. Uh, but he he's a nice. He's a he's a ripper horse. I tell you, he's a he's a beauty. He certainly is. Well, let's talk about uh, this this first race while we're on it. Then we'll jump straight to the Maccabi Diva. Thanks for your call, too, Cameron. So, winner obviously very good. Um, what do we do with uh, Spacewalk? Considering he still wants to just not go straight, to Dino. He was a lot better, though. Yeah. I mean, he, he shifted. He, he, look, he shifted a horse, and unfortunately, it was the horse that was making ground. But uh, I thought he handled the straight really well. And when you watch him galloping head on, he's got a very square action, so you can understand why he probably has trouble around bends. So I think the, the straight might be his absolute sweet spot. So I think uh, with the with the uh, Danehill Stakes uh, on Turnbull Stakes Day, and then maybe the Coolmore, he'd probably do. Bit of straight racing in the next few weeks. Yeah, fantastic. Um, let's get to John on the line. G'day, John. G'day, Dave. Good morning, boys. How are you? Good, mate. What's uh, so, what... David? I'm uh, Dave. I'm a um, blind person. I had four tickets in the uh, Kosciuszko. Has it all been taken yet? Uh, in terms of the the slots. Yes. Yeah, no, the, not all slots have been taken yet. There's a number that have. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's there's ten slots, so there's still another four. Uh, oh. I've got four tickets. How do I find, how do I find out if I... Oh, well, in the, no, no, yeah, well, if you... There was one then, ticket up until... Oh, don't hold me to this. Like, late Friday afternoon, they, they Racing New South Wales put out a, a note that there was still one ticket unclaimed... I would I would ring Racing New South Wales to see whether or not that ticket has been claimed. Uh-huh. Um, you've evidently got someone assisting you with uh, with the oh, tickets yeah, and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, my neighbour will give me a hand, but um, yeah. yeah. But I would ring Racing New South Wales just to see whether that last ticket has been claimed. Okay, good man. Um, right. They didn't. They didn't say. I don't know whether they said where it was actually from. No. If you, if you look up, if you can find the Racing New South Wales Twitter site, there was a number of the ticket. Um, yeah, we'll get we'll get. To, I mean, what we might do is we might um, even uh, Tanya get John's number and uh, and talk the process through to his neighbour. Uh, we'll try and we'll try and help you out, mate. But um, if they haven't made contact with you, um, you haven't got that slot just yet. But um, we will endeavour. Uh, just on that, Cosy. So, it's me as four fifty favourite. Front page has been selected. Another one. Handle the truth. Art Cadet. They went very, very quick um, on what Thursday, Friday, well Friday. Commando Hunt. Well done to uh, to Des Kennedy out there at Mudgee. He uh, he got a ticket and got his slot. Um, Mammoth got picked. Fender. Tal, um, Talbragar is a really interesting runner for Cody Morgan um, out of that Golden Slipper winner. It's at $21. Golden Point's been picked up, but we've still got other horses to be selected. So uh, that market is in full swing. And it works just on that month because I had a few questions about this over the weekend. Because that is a pre-noms market and because it's obviously a special conditions race, if you do back a particular horse and it's not selected, you do get a refund, don't you? Yes, that's correct, Dave. Um, basically, you know. Uh, Ryder, that unclaimed ticket as of Friday was sold at the Junction TAB in Newcastle on Monday the 11th of July at 12.43. So if you... Uh, I don't know whether where John comes from or who bought the ticket for him, but if, it was, if he bought a ticket at the Junction TAB in Newcastle on the 11th of July uh, at 12.43... Uh, and that ticket number there, that is the one that was unclaimed up until Friday afternoon, but I don't know whether or not it has been claimed at the moment. That should be enough information for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right. If he knows he didn't buy it at the junction, well, he's... He's off, yeah. 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 Uh, David's on the line. Good morning, David. Good morning. Um, and... Oh, good to have you back, Dean. Good to hear your voice again. Really good. Good on you, David. Um, I'm thunderstruck. Gosh, I was taken by its win on um, Saturday. You know, I... 
I backed it and I thought, about 200 out, I thought alligator blood had stolen it and it really knuckled down. What's the um, program? Um, you know, he's bred. He's act- well, he's bred to or get a distance um, played, by shocking. He? I wouldn't put the Caulfield Cup out of his range, but what do you think? Uh, well, it's not where they're going, so um, you're probably right. I mean, he's, he, he, he's a pretty relaxed sort of customer, and that's why he couldn't end up in the box seat on Saturday. He just couldn't take up that spot, and he ended up three back, and uh, you know, he was very good. I mean, the Underwood in two weeks, it's going to be a terrific race. Zaki, Mr. Brightside, and mm. on Thunderstruck all coming together. Uh, that'll be, uh, you know, they're the... Uh, most nominal behind Animo, so uh, it'll be a terrific race. And then, then he goes to the uh, Caulfield Stakes, or now the Might and Power, and and then the Cox Plate. So uh, yeah, but he's he's going very well. He's got uh, Duffy. He's got that great ability late in the race to just savage a line like he did in the Golden Eagle. Oh, I love him. I love that horse. Uh, he surges and um, he, he he savages the line. He's a, he's a beauty. Um, and Mix handled him well, I must say. And um, his eyes are on the prize, or the prizes. Um, yeah, like, you, you couldn't do anything, but be very impressed with that win. He, he didn't stop Alligator Blood. No. Uh, that other horse just come at him and, and wanted to beat him. And uh, Michael Kent uh, has posted a, a video of I'm Thunderstruck 35 minutes ago, and uh, you'd mm. swear blind that um, he hasn't had a run. He's absolutely glowing. Yeah, mm. it's like they put wax on him or something. He looks well, that good. What about the second horse? So let's talk about Alligator Blood. Um, an improved run from the Memsey, and uh, they nearly pinched it, didn't they, Dino? They did. Uh, I think everyone knew what the tactics were going to be, and uh, that was why Mark Zara was very keen to land behind Alligator Blood, but just couldn't get there. And then when um, Western Empire uh, was racing keenly and had pressure on his outside and he ended up down on the fence uh, Mark was in an awkward spot and I think Timmy yeah, was, yeah, had all the points at that stage and he even backed it off coming to the turn so that they weren't going to get a lot of momentum when he went and he went at the 300 and uh, did everything right just didn't win uh, it was a terrific effort uh, he, he was uh, very brave and it's been a remarkable transformation in that horse to get him back to that Group 1 standard from the Stradbroke and now Wait for Age. So he's going to the Underwood as well. So there's another one to add into the mix for the Underwood at Sandown uh, in two weeks. But uh, the ones that won't be there, Dave, are the Cerise and White Army. They're they're taking their bat and ball and they're going home. Yeah, why why is that? I mean... um... Because, I mean, it's not like uh, they... I, I know that what, you know, getting beaten 7 and 11, but uh, could we make excuses? Like, I mean, it's not only the second up run. Um, do you well, think I that's... just thought, yeah, uh, Regal Power, it's been always Caulfield Cup. Well, the weight's come out tomorrow, so I just had him as no chance on Saturday. I yeah. thought, well, he, he's just going to be bowling around. And looking at him in the yard, he looked as though, you know, he's two, three runs away. So that's exactly where you'd probably want him. Western Empire is not hitting the mark. He's too keen. In the mounting yard pre-race, in the race, he's not relaxed. Uh, but uh, and stage man, they put the blinkers on him on Saturday, and I don't know whose idea that was. It got him too fired up, and uh, Bob's. <laughs> yeah, well, it would have been. And Graceful Girl was really good, so I hope they. I hope that she persists here because she mm. was really good on Saturday. She's ready to win. Okay. Maybe it's because they've they've got a new series in Perth this year, and there's a lot, a lot of money and there. A half. Yeah, so it's some might be some easier pickings for horses like those back over home, and and uh, the competition's pretty tough in spring. Um, you know, you can only get one winner, but uh, it's a smaller pool there, and maybe they've re- rethought the carnival and says, okay, bring them home, and we'll we'll savage this. Um, uh, I forget the name of the series they've got it well, now. But... Yeah, well, they've got the railway, the Winterbottom, the New the old Kingston Town, which is now the Northerly, mm. and the the list, well it used to be the Scahill Stakes. I don't know what they call it now. They're all a million and a half dollars. So yeah. uh, 12, 18, 12, 16, 14, 1800 metres. So they're, they're catered for everything, yeah. Um, we've got uh, Mark on the line. I believe this is the Mark that um, was all over Mourner's Notches in the first. G'day, Mark. Thanks, mate. Uh, do I get a promo for that? On the- <laughs> well, we'll sort, mate. You've got to get in the queue. Everyone gets a promo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good boy. Uh, Ron and Duno, will that horse go to the Caulfield Guineas? The Broody says no, but geez, it races. Pat, race 
like a guinea horse, doesn't it? Minus notch it. Yeah, it might be all a bit soon for him. You know, he's had three 1,100-metre yeah, runs, you know. Uh, I yeah. don't think... It's not Matt's style. Yeah, mm. I'm thinking that too, but anyway. But, uh, Dino, I've got one for you for the 1,000 guineas. Uh, Typhoon Titmus, do you reckon that'll go to the... Cool. Uh, it might try. I, I, I'd have a huge doubt on her running a trip. I know she ran on really well on Saturday, but I think about mm, pedigree and everything... And she's a racy sort of type. I know she got back on Saturday and charged through the line. I would think 12, maybe 14 would pull her up. So I, I don't know if she'll go down that path. But there's a good series of sprint races. She'll go to the uh, Scarborough, I would say, at Mooney Valley and then the, the Thoroughbred Club on Corfield Guineas Day. I think one, one of those races she might be able to win. She'll be there more again. She was very good. All right, well, thanks, boys. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for your call. Sean's on the line. G'day, Sean. Morning, guys. How are you? Good, mate. I'm over uh, Dino. Yeah. What did you make of uh, Cadazio on the weekend and last at Flemington? It was a funny sort of run. He was he was gone a long way out, uh, like, as a winning chance. But on the line, actually, uh, I thought he was going OK. And if you like him for the derby, I think he's ticking over OK. Yeah, where he might go to next after this race? or. He's going to the Superimpose in three weeks at yep. Flemington, and then he's running in the Caulfield Classic, and then the Derby all being well. So, yeah, Mick Price has uh, pretty much got that uh, set in stone for him. All right, awesome. Thanks, Lena. Thanks, buddy. Thanks so much Thank for you. that, uh, Sean. Thanks for your call. We'll jump back up to Sydney. There's a text here about uh, Zoo Tiger and uh, what we thought of Zoo Tiger's performance in the Ming Dynasty. And this Golden Mile who um, plenty wanted to, to follow out of the up-and-coming. Um, an, another really nice horse uh, for Godolphin, Duff. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a lovely horse. He, he is a lovely horse. You've got to love the way he savaged the line there late and um, really own, took ownership of the race. And um, is he still... Well, I'd suggest he's still going to be sharp enough for the 1,400 next time, the way he went. Um, He'll win the Corfield Guineas, I think. No, he won't beat Aussie Pinko. Oh, okay, uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, he's um, yeah. How can you knock him? He 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 showed improvement from one run to the next, and big improvement. And he's a picture of health. He's a, a real athlete for a big horse, and um, he could be he could be very very good. Um, I think we'll find mm. out Golden Rose Day how good he is. But mm. um, you've got to say there was some. It was more the staying type. These are the more the champion stakes types of horses. I thought Flag of Honour was excellent. Don't give up on Conqueror. Um, he just never got balanced. Um, Mac- Macalade is a good, you know, good style of a horse who's got a lot, nice little racing pattern there. And and uh, Zoo Tiger was disappointing. He was disappointing. He didn't shape up. <coughs> From what you've saw, Duff and Dino and Munns. If you um, and and forget about their price and what the race is, just from a general, you know, your pick in the race. If you had to pick in secret or golden mile to run for you in a golden rose, which team would you pick? I don't know. I, I really, I don't think it's clear cut. It'd be, it'd be all come down to make up of the race, race shape, uh, speed, map, and a few other little things as well. But. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't argue with anyone's opinion there because I haven't got one. Mm. Dino? Uh, yeah, it, in, it's just the, the perfect distance to test them both. Uh, it will in secret run the 1,400. I think she will. Will Golden Mile still be sharp enough? Got a feeling he will. The figures show there wasn't much between them. I'd have a very slight leaning to Golden Mile, but I, I think, uh, yeah, I think Duff's right. The race structure and how it sets up on the day will be the big key. And Munns? Uh, I, I think Golden Mile, to me, was just a fraction more impressive than In Secret. I thought In Secret, the race broke for her uh, a lot better and, and took out all of those... Uh, all the first uppers in the in the run to the rose were taken out of the race with the speed early and, and the advantage of her having the run. And not, um, I just thought he was fractionally more I- impressive. So, you know, if you look at the, the Golden Rose market as it is now, uh, with In Secret being, you know... A point and a half shorter. I, I think they've got to be uh, at least the same price. They can't. There can't be a difference in price between them. But I'd have a slight preference for Golden Mile. All right, we've got Shannon on the line now. Who wants to have a yarn? G'day, Shannon. Yeah, 
guys. He's going. Good, um, mate. Ronnie, first of all, Osipenko, was he just crook on the weekend, was he? I don't know. Um, I'm hoping to see him. Back to win the guineas as well. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm hoping to see him in the nomination. Is it prelude this week? Uh, uh, yes, yep, yep. 1400 this week. I'm desperate to pick up those nominations at midday today <laughs> and see him there. Um, yeah, I've taken the rest with him in the Guineas as well, just hoping that's what they're thinking. Um, but I don't know, but uh, if I see him in them noms today, I don't want to give the tab any head start with those all-in markets, but anyway. Mm. <laughs> and three-year-old Mark Zara rode in the last there on on Saturday doing, I think it was the elliptical. Elliptical, yep. Yeah, where's, where's he going? It wasn't a bad run. He was probably in the wrong part of the track by that time of the day. Um, yeah, yeah, he certainly was. I, I don't know if he's, yeah, I don't know if he's quite the guineas horse. You'd, you'd like to think that he might be a, a carbine club horse or something uh, towards uh, the back end of spring. But uh, he was very good, as you mm. said, in the in the worst ground, and that was always going to be their worry. Um, uh, but uh, and he was he was only first up. So yeah, there's a day for him for sure. I think that last race, uh, I'll be if they go their different ways, there'll be so many winners out of that race. It was a really solid race. He's good, the winner, isn't he? Yeah, he Berkeley is good. Sweet. He, he uh, look, I thought where he would be, and he'd have a bit to do. But uh, gee, picked them up, and he was going to be a good thing beaten at the two hundred, and then the seas parted, and uh, he was able to quicken down and. Uh, He's, he's such a big sort of horse, but he's very agile for a big horse. He can really take a run quickly. Got a text here on the text line. Um, guys, uh, Seth from Southwest Rocks. Good to have you tuned in, Seth. Uh, this Waterford in the last in Sydney. Geez, it um, didn't it on the turn just start to motor. We, we, you thought that Tamalame was going to kick and be hard to run down, but this is serious racehorse stuff. He looks it, doesn't he? Um, like I said, yeah. I don't care what he beat, which wasn't much, um, but you just don't see that often. I can't recall, you know, a horse winning a midweek heavy track maiden at Warwick Farm and then coming back and going bang, bang, impressively into Saturday races. Uh, so he's a an X-Factor horse who, you know, I don't know what Chris is going to do with him, but why he's thriving the way he's thriving, he'll continue to just chip away until there's one big spring target. And then what does he do in the autumn? I don't know. Um, he could be anything. I don't, uh, we'll, we'll learn more as we go along. But is he a Doncaster horse? He could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know, he might he might get to a level where they say, oh, you know, we thought he'd go further, or he might just continue to improve. Uh, we won't know how good he is <laughs> until he's beaten. Mm. Uh, we'll stay in Sydney, and in fact, know what we'll do? I'll take a quick break uh, on Punters Postmortem because there are a few people calling in. Thirteen fifty three fifty three is the open line number. Give us a call if you've got a question for our panel. Ron Doversey, Dean Lester, Glenn Munsey. When we come back, we'll talk about Shades of Rose getting the job done there for Bjorn Baker on the weekend. You're listening to Sky Sports Radio and Punters Postmortem. You most certainly are, and it is 9.39 on Sky Sports Radio. Ron Doversy, Dean Lester and Glenn Munsey are your panel today. And Duff, uh, the uh, Shirako Shades of Rose, getting the job done there. It was a great performance, Rachel King. And hasn't this mare just continued to go right through her grades this prep? Sensational. Bjorn's done a fantastic job with her. Um, like she's been up trialling in the early winter and then gone right through and had hiccups along the way. And But she has continued to thrive with racing and to get to a group two um, at the end of it and get the job done is just magnificent. So I don't know whether she's got to do any more of this preparation, um, what's left for her, but uh, yeah, should have, probably should be unbeaten in five runs this preparation, I've got no doubt. Um, so... Uh, what do we say about the others in the race? I, the, the talking point has to be Espiona. Uh, we all expected a lot more from her. She's got to learn to straighten up. There's something niggling her. Uh, when she got the outside, I expected her to just go, uh, come with a big finish, but she just wanted to hang in. You, there's, there's just something not right with her. And It's Me was as good as you'd want 
as far as um, Akazi Osco lead-ups concerned. And uh, Startantes was good. Uh, yep, uh, she's a good filly. She's a good mare. So, uh, what did you make of uh, Shades of Rose? And what about some of the beaten brigade in uh, in the Shiraka? Yeah, she just just keeps progressing. Shades of Rose. Uh, it's been a yeah, remarkable campaign that uh, she's had. And again on uh, on Saturday, uh, she was just dominant. Uh, speak of Espiona, uh, I want to see her have a go down in Melbourne. I think her best win was down here, but there's something uh, not quite right. And geez, it, it's me ticking over beautifully. Uh, for the Kosciuszko, she's in, in great shape. I think uh, her run on Saturday was terrific. Home very quick, late in the race. Uh, her and uh, the third horse uh, were home, you know, the best uh, sectionals uh, with Startontos in the race. Uh, and Munns, uh, what about uh, some of the uh, performances uh, in behind? Like It's Me obviously does herself no disservice towards a Cosy. Oh, no, they be very, very happy with the way that she went, Dave. It's me. She didn't have a great deal of luck in that race there. She she may not even, you know, uh, well, be interesting to see how many more runs Cav gives her uh, before the Kosciuszko because, you know, she's had that 1,000-metre run in Brisbane. She stepped up in grade on Saturday, was very good without a great deal of room in the race there. I thought Star Totes was sensational considering she'd, she uh, had to spot them all a couple of kilos there. Um, with Espiona, I, I just think she's sort of horse that's either got to be ridden absolutely cold and be exposed very, very late. She seems to get out. She gets, gets out early. Uh, she floats. And I just don't think she finishes a race off. And, and Dean made a very good point there. Her most dominant win was uh, that day in Melbourne, although she didn't beat a great deal of horses. But, you know, that 1,400-metre run. Exactly right. Um, text on the text line here and keep them coming through on 0419 uh, Thoughts on Remark? I know it was only a benchmark 88, Duff, but uh, the gelding operation, he, he really attacked the line. He did. He's um, He's been a long, long work in progress, uh, but they could well have him right. He's sizzled home there, and he, he, he sat three wide, no cover the whole race. Um, his stable mate didn't have a lot of luck, but it's, uh, considering the winner didn't have any favours as well, um, they were both very good. You'd love to see him do it uh, again, two in a row. If, if he can put two together, uh, they're back in business with him and can aim... Uh, at better targets um, I liked to run in that mixed, mixed moment He wasn't ready, he was good And he's going to win a couple of couple of little races That horse, he's, um, he's come back well Yeah, it, um, it is, just proves oxygen's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Um, now what about uh, a look at Melbourne There's a text on the text line here In the third race Now I can never get the pronunciation of this horse right, uh, Dino The Godolphin runner I say OJ, but it's not It's some fancy Oh hi Oh hi Um, It's one we follow, isn't it? Just never in the race Uh, Well, we had a caller earlier Ask about Typhoon Titmus Well, Typhoon Titmus and uh, Oh hi went for the same run At about the 300 metre mark And uh, Typhoon Titmus came off best and Ohio just had to stop so it was a total non-event for her so forget where she finished uh, it, it was a, you know, a day where it was a race that would have suit, you know, was always going to suit her as in the speed was on and it was going to be a race for the closers she just didn't get the run when she needed it and the winner, Nanagai, was out in the clear air uh, with Say Magique uh, they were in clear air you know, getting the the, the Good run home, whereas a horse like Ohio didn't get a chance. And what about kiss on all, for, um, kiss on all four cheeks uh, for in the Let's Elope for Nick Ryan and Mark Zara? Um, it was a lovely ride by Mark. This, yeah, he made the best of an awkward situation. Three wide cover. He got exposed quite early, but she was travelling so well, and and he was also, I think, pretty wary of that Jake Noonan had got away with a really easy time on Lady of Honour. Uh, so. Kiss on all four cheeks was able to quicken down and win. Biggest win for Nick Ryan in his uh, uh, training career, which is uh, going from strength to strength. And uh, she's now heading towards a race like the Empire Rose. Lady of Honour, beautiful ride in front, just didn't uh, didn't win. She's still learning. She still climbs a bit in her action. Yearning was an outstanding return. Uh, Duff, you were, made everyone aware of uh, how well she was going 
uh, through the week and she ran right up to that. Uh, she was big odds. She ran great, carrying the full penalty there. Foxy Frieda did enough and uh, Glint of Hope did enough late, the uh, Australasian Oaks winner, but uh, Yearning's the one I'd be taking out of the race. Okay, Yearning. Uh, Dean, I've got a question for you. That race, fortunate kiss for much, much easier races. Well, it's like she's got a target on her head, Mums, that says, uh, just knock me down. Uh, I would say she's had good, decent luck in about three runs in her career. If she can get the brakes go her way, and I don't know why she shouldn't, because she seems to land in good spots, um, she's going to win a race for sure. Uh, if, they, if they aim at a race like there's a race on Thousand Guineas Day for mares, I think it's called the Ladies' Day Vars or something, if they aim up at that, she'll nearly win that. She's going well. Yeah, Can, we yeah. Yeah. Can we take anything away? Can we take anything away from that pack of stayers out of the churn side? Is there anything out of that race that is going to be a force? Uh, well, I would say the, uh, the winner was very well placed, very well ridden. You know, Mohican Heights, he's fit. They declare they're rebuilding him and starting virtually at the back and letting him run home, and that's two good runs in a row. Uh, he's going okay. I think interpretation will improve a lot. I, I think he's better ridden more aggressively. I think uh, I hope they've learned from that because his European form suggests that he's better just rolling and maintaining a long gallop because he was gone at the 300 and on the line he was running through the line again. So I hope that they learned from that. I think King of the Castle's a sneaky little chance. Uh, he hadn't raced for a year. He was six and seven wide and looked like he was going to drop out. And on the line he was going well. Uh, he's a... Strong stay. He ran fourth in the Irish St. Ledger last year. He's a low rater. That's his problem. I think he's only got a rating of about 80. Uh, so he's got to win something on the way through. But he's the one, even though he ran seventh, he's the one I'd take out of the race. Rob's on the line, guys. Uh, another caller here. And give us a call if you're out there listening. 13.53.53. G'day, Rob. How are you? Good, mate. Look, sorry to worry, but I, I just wanted to know if you were fortunate enough to win a Kosciuszko ticket. Yep. What? What? Bargaining power? Do you do what do you do? Can you pick any horse? Is there a limit to the horse? It's got to be a country trained horse in New South Wales. Yeah. Uh, I think you'll find that there's a list of horses that race in New South Wales will sort of send out of, not that you have to choose from, but just to give you a bit of a help if you're not a, a racing um, tragic and, and follow them every day. And then I think Muns, it's sixty forty. I think that's the minimum, isn't it? The minimum deal you can do is 60% to the horse owner, 40% to the slot holder, but then again you can come up with whatever negotiation you want, Rob. Yeah, Rob. And, uh, and you can pick two horses that are trained in the ACT. There's, yes. a, min- there's a maximum of two horses from the ACT, ACT that can correct. run as well. Do they ever get a horse that the, the owner or the trainer doesn't agree with what the, the ticket holder's asking? And yes, the horse certainly. Yeah. I can tell you yeah. there's, one run, there's one running in the Kosciuszko that the, uh, the owners didn't agree with um, the person that approached them to take their horse, and they said, no, thank you, we'll, 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 we'll get someone else. Yep, it, it could get to the last horse, and uh, you know the, the the slot holder might say, "No, I want eighty percent. Who wants to play ball with me?" Uh, it could get, to, it can, can get to that. Already, you know, it yep. probably goes down a price scale as well. If you want the favourite, you've got to go sixty forty. Uh, yep. But then, then there's a bit of negotiation to happen once you get into these fifteen, twenty to one chances. A horse must have a slot holder with it. It can't run without a slot holder. That's correct. No. That's all I need to know. Well, look, thank you very much. You've cleared up a bit in orange that we all argue about at every punting venue I go to. Yeah, and and <laughs> well, that horse go, must have been under the care of that country trainer for an extended period yeah. of time. Well, hang on, Rob. I'm keen to know, mate, if you're still there, Rob, what's some of the argument been? I'm keen to know what some of those blokes have been arguing against. What Were they suggesting that you could have group horses and everything? No, well, first of all, we all think that you've got to be in the syndicate to win it, but then I've just heard that the bloke had a ticket and got it. Yeah, no, you don't have to be in it. You can buy it. It's, it's, it's like lotto. I, I would yeah. say it's like lotto. You can buy tickets yourself or you can buy tickets with the syndicates. It's uh, entirely up to you, mate. Right. No, that's fine. We, know we were just all in disagreement about oh. what power the ticket holder has, and you've just explained. Well, give it, give it to was, them next time you see them. Was the argument more boisterous later in the day than yes, it was I'm at the tipping. start of the day? Or? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> Very good. Have a good day, Rob. Uh, let's go to... Gee, we've got a stack of callers coming in here, guys. We've got uh, Brad on the line. Victorian Horses is his topic. G'day, Brad. Hi, Dave and boys. How are you? Good, mate. Hey, um, just wanting for Dean, probably uh, one on Saturday, Ringmaster. 
uh, uh, back was stuck on the inside, I thought, and probably looked like it had something to offer, but had, could go nowhere. And um, one that I backed at the Valley a couple of weeks ago called Unanimous, so where it might be going. Not sure where Unanimous is going, but it's ready to win a race. Uh, again, had no luck. Uh, Caulfield was no luck, and the Valley just miscued there. And was in the worst grounds, going well. And uh, Ringmasters, yeah, it's going to get a mention soon. It's one of my horses to follow. Uh, I thought uh, well, he virtually didn't get tested late, and he was in the worst ground. And any time a little bit of a run came, he was able to take it pretty easily. So, yeah, there's a win for him very soon. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen Ringmaster in the yard in Sydney when he resumed. He was a white lather and just not right at all. Um, well, he was a lot better. Yeah, no, he was a lot better Saturday. Okay, um, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, he was he was warm and he was he was keen, but he was certainly not not. Uh, you know, you, you wouldn't mark him down on how he looked. Yeah, well, you would give him one out of ten when he resumed. I, I, I tell you what, Dean, we, we we give it to you about you know SF when it gets to Melbourne yep. Sydney form. What is going on with BF when they get to Melbourne, Brisbane? <laughs> Unbelievable! It is unbelievable. I think uh, I think the O'Day Hoisted team were packing up to go home a few weeks ago. I don't know why you would. They just keep uh, churning out a winner. And Scolopini, well, he got away with Grand Larceny on Saturday in front, but uh, he won. And uh, you know, shooting to wins won. And uh, yeah, their best horse, un- yeah, Baller winning Saturday, of course, and Uncommon James. Uh, it was probably the best of the, the lot of them, but unfortunately went amiss. But, uh, yeah, it was, it's been a uh, incredible run of the, the Brisbane form down here in recent weeks. Certainly has. So we've got another call in line. Roy is on the line. G'day, Roy. Yes, good morning, guys. I just I just wondered if you knew which way she's extremes going to go in the spring. Is it going to race in the, in the Golden Rose or race in the flight, do you know? Uh, she'll probably run in both. Uh, <laughs> if not a couple of others. <laughs> yeah. she, she won't be missing too many. I think Anthony... Sand down uh, guineas. Everything's on the, everything's on the cards. Uh, and she's come back really well too. She went well the other day. Uh, she hasn't blossomed yet and uh, she'll run well in the Golden Rose. She'll run well. Fantastic. We'll see this week in the T-Rose. It'll be week after week and a backup sort of thing. Well, I think she'll be nom for all of them, and and, and and he'll let the the filly tell him. Um, Anthony will let she's extreme tell him what she she's got wants to run in. But um, yeah, she's. Um, I love I, the last time he said, yeah. said ev- when the question was asked of Anthony, he said everything's on the table. I know she won the uh, what the champagne boys and the size on on what heavy nines and eights. But geez, I'm excited to see some of these fillies, um, especially her. Just on that drier deck at some point through through this spring, if she does end up in Melbourne, um, or if this rain that they're saying is going to hit Sydney at some point this spring in, in summer doesn't arrive, because um, I think uh, just from having a chat with Tommy, even off, off here, he said that uh, she'll be... She's got this sort of electric turn of foot, and her wheels do sometimes spin a bit, and she was winning that champagne and, and running well in size just on ability, and... He can't wait to get on a dry deck too. So, yeah, exciting. Uh, she is an exciting horse, isn't she, Duff? Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah. Look, we don't know about her on the dry. I don't yeah, think she's, ever, she's never been on it. She might be just a wet tracker. So, like I said, we're still learning. Um, hopefully we see her on a dry track next time and we'll see if she is the real thing. Well, she's been on a dry track once. Uh, good four. That was her debut run where she was beaten by Conqueror. Um, and I think that was a Kenzo Maiden. Uh, where she was beaten just under uh, just under two. Thanks for your call, Roy. Chris is on the line. G'day, Chris. G'day, guys. Congratulations, Glenn, for yesterday. Um, well done, the Rabbits. Um, a dollar ten to win the Premiership's a bit skinny, I think, but you're framing the market, so I guess hands on is probably an accurate price for the Rabbits. Um, I just wanted to ask you guys about the three-year-old, the Everest. Do you guys think there'll be any three-year-olds in the Everest? And if so, which horses do you think will get into three-year-olds? Yeah, I don't know. It might not be the year. If uh, In secret, it'd be the only one uh, that I can think of that would fit the bill so far. Uh, but it's not their style with a filly. Um, although that can change. Uh, but uh, if she doesn't... If she doesn't run the 1400 right out and still runs well in the Golden Rose. You could put a maybe, maybe, just a maybe there. 
And other than that, we don't usually know until after the Golden Rose if it's, if a three-year-old's going to fit, fit the bill. Best of Bordeaux is the other one uh, that could fit the bill. But I'm a fan of three-year-olds in, in, in the... It's still early days as far as the Everest is concerned. Mm. But I, I think they're going to fit in in years to come. Good, th- good sprinting three-year-olds. Agree. Chris, thanks for your call. Lenny's on the line. G'day, Lenny. Hey, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, it's time on Sunday. Best of all days run on Sunday, gentlemen. What did you think? And did you think whenever it slots on the cards there or not? He won't know till after the Golden Rose. Um, yeah, I'd say if he, if, if he wins the Golden Rose, I'd say yes. Uh, because they've done it before. They've got their own slot. And uh, like they've done it with yes, yes, yes. They know mm. it's not going to affect... The hype on the horse, if not, it builds on the hype of the stallion. And um, yeah, I, I, if he wins the Golden Rose or goes down narrowly, I think you'll find that he, he's got a good chance of running in it. Yeah, nice, nice. All right, thank you, gentlemen. Thank yeah, I mean, he. Um, what's happening with those? Uh, how many slots have we got left, Munns? I'm just having a look seven. at the. Uh, still we've seven got to go. Six in at the moment. Six. Oh, I mean, you could say realistically yeah. seven because Classic Legend. Yeah, Bon Ho. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you, you, you'd say the first, um, well, six of the first seven in the market are, are already gone. I mean, we're yeah. sort of, are we a bit thin this year? Considering if you have a look at what's been selected, and when I say thin, obviously the race will all obviously fill out. But I mean, what 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 seven horses would you would you pick? Well, you know more well, after Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Good, Godolphin and Coolmore run a horse of their own, so that's probably another couple gone. So who's who's left? James Harron hasn't selected. Um, James what about Kennedy? The James Kennedy. James who's Kennedy. Got, who has actually got snap dancing? They've got it down as uh, taken, but no one's put an announcement out yet of, oh, of, right. who's, okay. of whose slot. Okay. Is, that James, is that James Kennedy? I don't know. Hmm. Snapdancer is gone, but there, there's been no announcement. I, I think, well, the, the the talk last week was negotiations were ongoing, uh, and if Party A did not take Snapdancer, Party B was willing to step straight in. So um, I, I don't know. I don't know why it's everyone is saying it's been taken because you're not taken until the papers are signed. And everything goes through, but um, that that was the talk last week that there were two parties there, and and if one didn't sort of accept everything that was on offer, uh, the other party was willing to accept it and take it. Well, the tab are usually straight down the line, but they've got an S next to its name. Well, I don't know about that because um, there, there has been nothing officially given by Racing New South Wales to say that it's in. Yeah. There was, there, there was no official tweet, They can go there? the opposite. Uh, there was a horse taken for the Kosciuszko on Friday afternoon. It was put in on Saturday afternoon. Mm. Um, all right. So so basically, so, uh, okay. Well, I don't want to say this on air, but let's say if you do back Snap Dancer <coughs> and it doesn't run, I'm sure there'll be a refund there, Mark. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just find that interesting because there is a text here about um, about other you know potential Everest horses and you start to go through that market. I know the market isn't the, the only reflection of horses you pick, but... You go through those top ones, Nature Strip Eduardo, Marzu, Classic Legend, Lost and Running, Mars Crusader, Paul Ailey, um, Snap Dancer, Artorias, In Secret, Rothfire, and then Amelia's Jewel um, from no, the West. He, we won't be here. No, she won't run. Um, well, what, hap- what happens if Overpass comes out and run, beats these horses on Saturday? Well, that's right. yeah. What happens if, um, you know, there's still a few more, you know. Well, has Rothfire got to do it again? Yes, he does. Yeah. If he, he does it again, he'll be. Yeah. He'll be. He'll be. If he can do that again and show that he's back, he he'll probably get a slot. Mm. Is there anything down in Melbourne, Dino, lurking? Is there anything? Not really. Um, cool and no. Gatter didn't put a hand up. So. No. No. no she'll go to the Moyer um, on in the, the boat. Grant. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> we're hoping they all go to Sydney and we'll run in the Manicato. <laughs> uh, if you're talking about Melbourne, you're better off looking at Brisbane. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Baller. Yeah, baller. Yeah. Baller. Yeah. Baller. All, 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 all those horses that think they're going Can't to the Manicato. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, look, there's another text here. I mean, about uh, what's uh, what about SWATs that? But you, you couldn't you couldn't see SWATs that in an Everest. Yes, no. 
No. So I'd enjoy the weekend up here if it run. Yeah, that's right. The the hospitality, the ball. Yeah. But but it is it is interesting, boys, because we are going to have it. I mean, and that's just the nature of our beast with racing. Some years are mm. going to be, you know, hundreds of horses to pick from. But this year, it's uh, there's nothing sort of jumping up out of the ground, especially from that three year old crop. Is there? No. Well, Mark Newnham said he's over the moon with Big Parade. I don't know if he's going to step up to a mark this preparation at that level. Mm. I don't know, but yeah, it's, we're going to. Don't don't panic. No, 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 no panic. It'll still be a great race. It was probably, I mean, it's funny when these races are like this. Uh, it's probably well. Can you say it's easier to back the winner, or it's become more difficult because what you think will stand out like you know what doesn't, and then you all scratch your head. Um, but it'll still be a great race, and that Cosy will be a great race too, whatever is selected. Now, this week, and you, we, you keep mentioning it, Duff, we've got the George Main here in Sydney, the Shorts, which will be a beauty, uh, the T-Rose, the Bill Ritchie, the Kingston Town Stakes, uh, and we've also got our uh, standard undercard as well. And what about down in Melbourne uh, at Caulfield? We've got a uh, Crackadino. We've got, what, the Caulfield? Sir Clark Stakes. Yes. Yeah. The, the two in, preludes. The yep. two preludes, yeah. The Naturalism, which is a ticket into the Caulfield Cup. Uh, so they're the, the, the main races uh, Saturday. What's, now, the Mel- what's the Melbourne weather doing this week? Looks awful, Duff. Uh, if uh, the Bureau have got it right, uh, we're going to get a lot of rain Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which uh, doesn't look great. But at the moment, it, it'll be the first part of the week will be good, but uh, closing in on Saturday looks uh, average. Okay. Well, it here. doesn't, doesn't look flash here either. No, midweek. Well, they're only saying Mun's, what, tomorrow 2 to 4 mil, Wednesday 0 to 2. Thursday eight to fifteen, but then sort of clearing as uh, as the weekend comes. That's a good in. guess. Friday, isn't it? Naught to eight. Yes, naught to eight. Yeah, so we're yes. going to get nothing Medium. or Medium. Or, or the guts are yeah. half an inch. Maybe right. something. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's exa- exactly That's right. That's the best one. Chance of showers. Chance. Well, I'm a chance of having a hole in one today too, but <laughs> you know. It is, uh, it is that. Now, we've got to get some horses to follow, gents, uh, for our listeners out there. In fact, before we do, I've got one more caller on the line. Steve. G'day, Steve. Yeah, g'day, boys. How are you? Thanks, mate. Thanks for holding there. Yeah, thank you. Just a, just a couple of quick ones. Um, Dino, um, where does his heaven fit in and what's his distance? Um, and also this horse, Mira Master, uh, about $17 for the, for the derby off a, a good maiden win. Do you know anything about that one? What's the one in the derby, for the derby? Mira Master. Yeah, uh... <laughs> There's a there's about a couple of weeks ago for it was a, it was a huge win at sale it made up an enormous amount of ground uh, and yeah it'd be somewhere there's about five or six down here that you'd think it'd be Derby chances Cadazio uh, the horse that won through the week was Artzino the horse that you've mentioned from sale uh, and there's probably a few others but yeah I wouldn't uh, talk you out of it for the, towards the Derby that's going to be its mission and Saturday with his heaven I sort of had him pegged as maybe the Stutt Stakes horse, but this Stutt Stakes is going to come up incredibly strong. And uh, I just, yeah, I just don't know if he's heaven's quite. I think he's probably a length or two off a guinea's horse, uh, and he might be a, another one that should be back end of the spring, Carbine Club, that sort of race. Well, he won't further being by lots of evidence. Uh, well, he's a, he's a, <laughs> by a sprinting sire out of a mare that ran third in the Corfield Cup, so it depends what he throws to. Maybe he does want further. Uh, he was very one-paced on Saturday, though. Okay, beautiful. Thanks for your call. One quick question from me, because I have backed it uh, yesterday, Dino, praying that uh, Halal goes to the Sir Rupert Clark on the weekend in Melbourne. Do you know who's going to ride Halal if it goes that way? Uh, I would think more than likely Joe McNeil. He's doing most of the riding for the stable down here. If it's not him, it'd be Damien Thornton. They're the two that seem to be okay. the go-tos for Hawks at the moment. And just a comment, am I... Am I have I shopped well? I got fifteen dollars yesterday. I just don't really trust Halal to to no. turn up in, in Melbourne. He's, he's he's been a lot better horse in Sydney. Um, we haven't seen it in Melbourne quite like uh, what he you know. A couple of his runs close up to Animo would be fifteen dollars would be a great price. I just want to see him do it in Melbourne. Looks like it's baked beans again for me. <laughs> oh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Uh, let's get some horses to follow. Duff, what are we following from Sydney? Yeah, look, I'm going to keep an eye out for Mink's moment in the right race um, out of that benchmark 88 on Saturday. And, well, could this be a derby horse? $31 looks attractive if he heads that way. Flag of honour. Mm. Uh, what about yourself, Dino? Uh, we mentioned Ringmaster earlier. I thought his run Saturday was good, finds the right race. He'll be hard to beat. Pinstriped 
against uh, in the race that Scolopini won. He had no chance from the back. He ran some of the best late sectionals of the day. Uh, and the other one was yearning, couldn't miss her run, and she's right on target for a race like the Empire Rose. And uh, Munns, what about yourself? Yeah, I always look to look at the lower grade races, Dave, but I thought Verbeck was very, very good in the midway there on Saturday. And I'm probably just reading too much into it, but, you know, Tommy preferred to ride Kimberley Rain for the stable rather than Verbeck, so for the, the counter rupee connection. So um, I'm looking, I think, and he had no trial before he went into that race on Saturday. And I thought Star Tontes, I, I mentioned it before, to uh, to carry the, the full penalty against those. Um, horses on Saturday and I thought she was very very good first up but uh, I think there's a stack of horses that, that you know had never had a great deal of luck there on Saturday and uh, it'll be interesting to see how they come through on the best track we've had for a while but if that rain arrives later in the week we're going to be back to normal Randwick a soft six at the moment for Saturday Gents have a great Monday thanks for coming on and we'll chat to next week and uh, let these good horses and good times keep rolling on thanks boys see you guys thank, thank you, you Dave, Dave.